1: Good evening, folks. It's time for your Friday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. This has been one heck of a week, Jeff.
2: It really has. <laughs> and a lot of things have gone on locally, nationally. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of
1: things, a lot of things that we are in hours, a lot of things in, in various places. It just it just the news never stopped this week. Every time we thought we were gonna get a calm day, we never got a calm day.
2: No. And uh, everything kind of, at, at least today, it was more evenly spread out, whereas opposed to Tuesday, it all happened late afternoonslash evening.
1: Right. Right. Speaking of things that happened late afternoon, and we're going to credit uh, eight news on this. Um, yeah. Apparently, um, there's been a court filing. The feds don't have evidence to prove a mass shooting plot in the supposed July 4th mass shooting plot uh, that was supposedly going to take place at Dogwood Dell, although there was no evidence that it was going to take place at uh, Dogwood Dell either.
2: Right. And uh, you also can't help but notice the timeline of this happening shortly after the resignation of Gerald Smith.
1: Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, this This is all coming together. Of course, there's supposed to be a hearing on, uh, on uh, Monday. On Monday. Um, for one of the uh the two men involved in this um so that that sort of fits in as well and and the filing was actually for the um i believe it was for the other man um in, involved in you know Barser that Swall, as, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that was arrested as part of this um but um sorry there was as I was quickly look I'm, as I'm doing this I'm also quickly looking up information just so people <laughs> people know why yeah. I'm sort of stumbling over my words a little bit I'm sort of trying to gather the information uh but yeah this was for a filing for for an, a a I believe for sentencing for the other man involved um for Barsel Dubon um Julio Dubon uh has a uh, hearing on Monday yeah. um in, in federal court, that's a motions hearing. I know I checked that this morning. It's,
2: right, and, and keep in mind, it's not like they're going to say, "Well, you guys have no mass shooting charges. We're just going to dismiss you from court." Right. No, they're still ex- they're still facing charges of having weapons, as in illegal. So right,
1: right. yeah, yeah, they, they, they still, face, still a crime. Yeah, immigration related charges. Right. Um, you know, outside of the mass shooting plot, but again, this is this has been a story that basically has unraveled. From the moment that press conference took place to yep. to, to the current day,
2: yes, absolutely, has yes.
1: so and 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 I don't think it was what ended up leading uh, Chiefs uh, Chief Gerald Smith to resign, but I definitely think it it, it played a part. It Played a part. Yeah, it, but it, it it I think it ended up uh, stressing a lot of other fault lines that were already there.
2: Yeah, that certainly was not the only issue under Gerald Smith's tenure at I mean, because, you know, there had been these you know, claims that morale was also very low and and lack know, of communication, lack and of communication. Right. And yeah. so and the kind of the 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 criticism that he had um, faced during the format of these uh, conversations with the community as well.
1: Yeah. So so again, again, you know, this the stressed those fault lines and eventually something had to give. And it did. It did on Tuesday, which sort of led to our busy week. So to yeah, speak. it certainly so, did. So um, moving on, this story is a national story, but it's also a local story. Um, obviously, anyone who's been paying attention to the national news today knows about the um, attack that occurred at House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home in California this morning. The House Speaker was not there. She was in Washington, but her husband was and he was attacked uh, by a man with a hammer um, or or who managed to acquire a hammer. Um, The reason this has become a local story is the governor made comments uh, this this morning, this afternoon. Um, at a campaign event for yesley vega who's running for the seventh uh, congressional district against congresswoman abigail Spamberger. just to side know the seventh district is now in prince william not a local district
2: yeah it's more um, it's trending more north
1: right exactly exactly um and what he said was while saying there's no room for any violence he also said we're going to send nancy home to be with her husband now it's not it's There are many criticizing it as being in poor taste, given it's not even 12 hours after the attack took place.
2: Um, And, and, you know, it could have been a lot worse if Paul Pelosi died during this.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't think those comments I don't think those comments would would have been made. No,
2: probably not. Let's
1: let's let's offer some caveats. This was to a GOP audience. Okay. this was a campaign event. GOP audience. The governor probably felt a little more comfortable to to. I, I don't want to say make a joke, but, but be a little bit more lighthearted, off the uh, off the cuff. Um, this is not um, this is not you know it's not on the level of no. you know the macaca comment that we right. we remember from the George Allen campaign back in two thousand six, um, but it, 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 he is getting criticism, heavy criticism online
2: so for sure and and it's kind of like the criticism basically like well you know this is too soon to make this sort of comment like yeah. nancy pelosi needs to loop that's basically what he's saying she yeah. he, she needs to lose her election
1: yeah.
2: and go back to california but she's suffered a yeah a, you know a tragedy at her home
1: yeah exactly ex- exactly and uh you know i I don't think anyone's calling for him to step down or anything. That's not, that's that, that's that, it's not on that level, it's, but it's but not it is, those you
2: know, grounds to be done anyway. Yeah. 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 But again, I,
1: and just to put the caveats in there, it's again, a
2: misstep for sure
1: misstep missed up in front of a friendly audience. So, for sure. yep. so, um, moving on, um, couple of stories involving police officers and law enforcement today. Um, I guess we can either begin with the good one or the bad one. Uh, which would you rather begin with, Jeff?
2: <laughs> um, well, let's just start with the good. Because um, I think we're actually probably leading the newscast with the bad. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think we are. But yeah. it's, uh, But let's start off with new information on this broadwater community incident in Chesterfield yeah. on Tuesday where a couple of... Uh, police officers were injured. Now, one of the new information, now I'm going to do this out of order here, but there's a lot of new information that Chesterfield uh, released today. And I'm kind of going out of order because yeah. um, complex, it's com- It's very complex. But one of the things that's important is that one of the officers who said he was shot in the chest,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, but was you know um, saved with his vest um he apparently was not shot at all. He was just injured. Now there's a reason why he thought he was shot when he wasn't. It's because he briefly lost consciousness during a struggle with the suspect for a gun. Yes. Now, this struggle is kind of the really the crux of the new information. Yes. Uh, first of all, there was Two officers who responded to this scene, primarily. So there was um, one of the officers uh, struggling with Kelvin Hunter, the suspect. Yeah. The second officer was talking to the family of a emotionally, the uh, emotionally uh, disturbed person who was living in this Broadwater community. Now the suspect did not live there. Yeah. But the second officer was talking to the family of the emotionally disturbed person. When the second officer heard the struggle, went out and helped the other officer in the struggle. So she joined the struggle, at which point the suspect pointed a gun at the second officer's head. The first officer changed the direction of the gun by striking the gun, one of the shots that Hunter fired hit that second officer in the leg. So that's where that leg injury happened. Um, but the struggle continued between the officers and the gun. At which point that first officer lost consciousness. The second officer, while that first officer briefly lost consciousness, shot the suspect in the shoulder, which ended the struggle. Yeah, The gun was freed and... The first officer regained consciousness, thought he had been shot in the chest because he had a pain there, but he just had an injury that still needed to be treated. But that is a lot of stuff that happened that I described there. And police said in the statement that it took about 30 seconds for all that new information to unfold. It it took you
1: like two minutes to
2: explain. It took a for you to explain. And I don't even know how all of that could happen. Right. And it's like I'm really surprised that I was able to get most of the voicers I did on this story under 40 seconds. Yeah. Because there's a lot, yeah. And and just for clarity's sake,
1: yeah. Kelvin Hunter is the emotionally disturbed person that they were called for.
2: Um, oh, OK. Yeah. I, but it says he lives in Richmond. So that's right, what. Right. Happened right. He me. was visiting family at the home. Oh, family at the home. I got gotcha. you. OK. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: that that was revealed in previous um
2: i got you well yeah Yeah. that's be that as it may the voices you're hearing on the air do not mention any of that anyway so
1: (laughs) yeah no 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 No, no, no. i'm just
2: i'm I'm just saying so
1: for the folks listening here so they understand the process yeah for sure hunter is the emotionally disturbed person that the call was for
2: right and but it was the, the investigation took Then let me just see what they say here it took Uh, three days for them to unpack what happened in those 30 seconds. It was a lot of stuff.
1: And this doesn't even get into the other part of the story, which um, because we haven't gotten a chance to talk to uh, the police chief, Jeffrey Katz, um, ourselves, we haven't gotten into, but he's raising issues on why Kelvin Hunter was even out on the streets. Because he apparently had just been released. From prison after serving eight and a half years of a ten-year sentence, apparently. Um, I, I did some research to try and find out when he was charged, but because I couldn't actually, you know, confirm that certain days were, to, you know, so that right. other people have reported that he was had been just gotten out a, a, yeah. a, on a ten-year sentence. We haven't even gotten into the police chief having issue with the with the prison system. Well, why the situation this even many, unfolded many in the layers. first place? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Ma- many layers. But, I mean, suffice it to say, though, the chief cat said that both these officers worked in their own way to save each other's lives. Right. And did you even?
1: And and you may have mentioned this. Did not one of the the these the officers actually have a gun pointed at their head?
2: Yes. Apologies. Yeah, I was I was I was confirming some things at the same time. Sorry, just wanted. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's you know one of the things that happened. And of course, you know when one of the officers loses consciousness, you don't know what the suspect's going to do. Yeah. Uh. So the, you know the. Other officer who came from the meeting with the family to shoot the suspect during the struggle yeah. ended the struggle, which yeah. could have saved the life of the first officer.
1: And, and and now Hunter is facing charges. Just so you know, I believe it's uh, aggravated attempted murder, um, or, or yeah, attempted murder of a police officer, um, and uh, a couple of use of a firearms. And there, the other charges are possible at some point.
2: That is correct. Um, I'm trying to confirm these charges, um, but uh, it's it's a long statement, so it, it, I can't it is. It. I'm looking. I'm looking at
1: them right now. It's two <laughs> two, two
2: counts of aggravated
1: attempted murder. And, yeah.
2: Okay. Very good.
1: Okay. So now there was the the quote unquote good story uh, mm-hmm. on police officers. Unfortunately, now we have, and these happen within hours of each other. Not the not the incidents, yeah. but the news of them. Um, we had a Chesterfield sheriff's deputy um we received word that he was charged with three counts of carnal knowledge of a prisoner um and i'll give more details there in a second we had a richmond police officer that was charged with rape and aggravated sexual battery with the richmond officer this apparently occurred this month at least according to the court records on october 2nd um no details have been provided um from, from Richmond police. They just announced that he was going to be, be in court um, and, and, and arraigned um, and is being held without bond. He's on, he's on leave without pay. Uh, this is yeah. Officer um, John or Gene or um, Assad mm-hmm. um, and was charged with, again, rape and aggravated sexual battery. In the Chesterfield case, Chesterfield, he just recently came to Chesterfield, was a new deputy on his probation period, basically, And he was arrested for, again, colonel knowledge of a prisoner, but this ties to when he was a member of the Department of Corrections um, and the charges are in Fluvanna. If you know anything about the the correction system, that's where the women's prison is, is in Fluvanna County. Um, And he actually faces three counts, uh, one in 2020 and I believe two in 2021. Uh, This is uh, Deputy Andrew Riley. Um, he's actually from Enrico, but is a deputy, uh, was a deputy in Chesterfield. Yeah. He no longer works for the the Chesterfield Sheriff's Department. He has been um, let go from that job and he's being held without bond as well.
2: Now, from what I understand, after these charges were, or uh, kind of after this incident that happened, that charges weren't even known at that point back in 2021, he left the Department of Corrections.
1: Department of Corrections and went to the Sheriff's Department. In,
2: in Chesterfield. Okay. So... So, no one knew about these at right. the time, of right? I, I, I mean,
1: I highly doubt that Chesterville would have hired someone knowing. No, no, had, absolutely really not. Like,
2: but it's like, yeah, that's depending yeah. on what time of year it was in 2021. That was a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was, I want to say it was September of 2021. If I, I, okay. I, I, a little
2: more a year ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. um, so again, so the both of those men are being held without bond, uh, at, at this point. Um, but uh, two, two different law enforcement agencies, two different uh, incidents. Yeah. Um, moving on to non-law enforcement related stories. <laughs> um, UVA Health today said they could see another COVID surge coming in January, although that's not a, 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 an exact date. It's just, you know, they, what their modeling suggests, basically, mm-hmm. because right now we're in low, but that's because immunity is there. Some natural immunity plus booster shots, plus people are outside a little bit more. Well, okay, a few more months, immunity is going to wane, fewer people getting the booster shots, uh, people are going to be inside, it's going to be cold. So it's more likely that we're going to see a surge at that point.
2: Right. And they were saying, I know I actually started to cover this story before something else came came up, uh, namely the Chesterfield thing, that they're keeping an eye on these other variants of Omicron that are still not as popular. And they preface this all by saying right now, the cases and hospitalizations are very low yes. for COVID, but BA5 is still the prominent one with all these other ones waiting in the wings.
1: Right, right. And and they'll see if they uh, these other variants overtake them as, you know, right. overtake it as well. Um, and uh, also just keep in mind, hey, while we're not dealing with COVID, RSV, and don't ask me to, 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 to say what RSV is, yeah. it's like, it's I, can a respiratory
2: respiratory, I can handle the respiratory,
1: I can handle the virus, don't ask them. There's what the something answer.
2: else that's S that's a little hard. There's something, to Yeah, there's
1: something in the middle. Um, that's <laughs> causing a lot of cases and that's impacting hospitals and flu is a big deal. I know it may not be as big a deal here in Virginia. I could tell you with the daughter in Georgia, flu is huge down in Georgia right now. It's mm-hmm. a, and they, they actually mentioned that during the UVA uh, health briefing that flu is just a, an issue right now yeah. in the state of Georgia as well as some other other states.
2: Um, predicted it would
1: be bad. Yeah. And final, final story. Hey, because we've mentioned it at the end of every podcast so far this week.
2: Powerball is now at $825 million. Yes. When is That's the drawing? It. Uh, the drawing is tomorrow night at 11 o'clock. Um, John Haggerty says, you know, if you win, you got a chance to once again get that one lump sum payment of $400 million or so after taxes. And um, um or get the 30-year annuity,
1: yeah,
2: depending on. I guess how old you are cuz if you want to live for another 30 years, yeah. might as well get the guaranteed 30 year money, but if yeah. you're older then maybe just get the lump sum. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and also keep in mind, you know, if yeah, if you think you can invest it better, you know, maybe
2: you can make money off of the deal, so, you know. Yeah, maybe. So, so. And um yeah, play responsibly and all that good stuff. Yes.
1: And and I was talking to my financial advisor today, not because I'm preparing
2: for a power. Because loan.
1: you're winning the lottery. Yes. So, well actually
2: <laughs> I won't need the money that I've got dealt with him if you I really want. You won't. Yeah you'll definitely need a financial advisor though
1: yes exactly exactly (laughs) so that that has been the friday edition (laughs) of its news to us hopefully we have nothing going on this week and if we do we'll make sure that we get the news to you um and obviously remember for monday we do have that um hearing in the 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 supposed mass shooting case um and uh we'll see how that goes uh from there so again he's jeff stapleton i'm matt demline it's been nice talking to you we'll talk to you on monday